Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include new conventional loan limits, my interview with Argyle's John Hardesty on their case study with NFM lending, and is the Fed becoming more dovish? Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, MCT. Over the past 20 years, MCT has evolved from a pipeline hedging services specialist into the industry leader for fully integrated capital market software and services. Anchored by their comprehensive platform, MCT Live, MCT offers the innovative technology and bespoke client support needed to elevate your performance. From MCT Live to MSR Live to the award-winning bid auction manager, or BAM, MCT is consistently first to market with new technology. The Federal Housing Finance Agency, or FHFA, announced the 2024 conforming loan limit values for mortgages Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, or the enterprises, will acquire in 2024. In most of the United States, the 2024 conforming loan limit value for one-unit properties will be $766,550, an increase of $40,350 from 2023. The FHFA has announced the 2024 conventional loan limits effective immediately, and lenders may request the 2024 loan limits on existing pipeline and new locks. On the 21st of this month, FHFA announced a final rule modifying certain provisions of the Enterprise Regulatory Capital Framework for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. The Enterprise Regulatory Capital Framework is a critical tool to ensure the enterprises responsibly manage their risks, said FHFA Director Sandra L. Thompson. Finalizing these proposed changes helps ensure the framework will continue to strengthen the enterprise's ability to provide liquidity throughout the economic cycle. For the links to all the corresponding investor guideline updates in regard to the new conventional loan limits, lender and broker products, programs and services, and employment and transitions, visit robchrisman.com. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome back to the show Argyle's John Hardesty to talk about the company's recent case study with NFM Lending. He's general manager of mortgage at Argyle, the leading platform for consumer permission payroll connectivity, which gives businesses fast, cost-effective access to real-time income and employment data. Prior to joining Argyle, he was a brand ambassador and primary business partnership contact for Surefire CRM by Black Knight. During his tenure, John enhanced the Surefire platform by facilitating partnerships with 30-plus companies, and his team focused on building new revenue channels for Surefire, while also bringing to market new integrations that would enhance both the borrower and loan officer experience. Besides managing partnerships, he also spent time leading Surefire's inside sales and business development units. He got his start in the mortgage industry working for top-of-mind networks. Last time we talked about Argyle's integrations with Fannie Mae and Encompass, and today I want to focus on the NFM lending case study and kind of the overall housing market and current challenges that lenders are facing. So let's start by, I'd like to ask you, can you tell me about the partnership between Argyle and NFM lending? Absolutely, Robbie. And and again, thanks for having me back on. Um, Really enjoyed diving into these things with you. But um, Yes, yeah, so let's chat NFM. Uh, so NFM, uh, I'd say a great partner of Argyle, um, and they implemented our software about a year ago. And really, uh, like most, we're looking for an alternative um, due to rising costs of other providers. And 
um, really, you know, have become over the last year, you know, we've implemented across uh, all of NFM lending and have become a really good uh, trusted partner uh, for us, uh, even you know, on our end through our product. But, you know, with them helping them kind of understand direct source technology, you know, the consumer permission model. I remember chatting with Cindy Keith, the chief strategy officer over there early on, um, who was down to give this a try, but really wanted to see that the proof was in the pudding. And a year later, you know, we get a case study that comes out that really, and I know we'll chat on this here in a little bit, really speaks to both the efficiencies and the cost savings of, of Argyle. And, you know, anytime we have customers telling our story uh, to the market, it's it, it's a great thing. So can't say enough about how much we love our partnership with NFM and, and what a great partner they really are. Well, before we get into the case study, let's let's talk about the relationship between NFM and Argyle. What does the overall relationship mean for the mortgage industry? Yeah, I, I think, um, in, in my opinion, I think this relationship is a is is a major proof point. You know, Robbie, we've chatted over really over the years now uh, about Argyle and um, you know NFM, a, a top fifty mortgage lender, um, and buying into uh, a technology that was new at the time when they implemented. Um, and I think it's just a major proof point for our business. I mean, you know, there's a lot going on out there right now. There's a lot of companies trying to get into the the real-time, you know, income and employment space or the asset space, for example. Um, but at the end of the day, you're judged on, are you delivering the experience that you told them you would? And uh, I think it's great to have a lender of this size uh, come out and say, yes, we, we saw, you know, 80% cost savings. We saw the back-end deficiencies. So, uh, I think over the the mortgage industry overall, it's just a solid proof point that this technology is here to stay and it can really impact your, you know your loan manufacturing process. Uh, so it's, I think it's just a major a major win for for the the industry overall. Well, you mentioned cost savings and efficiency. So how does that translate to NFM lending's partners and customers? What's the relationship mean for them? Yeah, I think I think for for customers, it's certainly. Uh, a better customer experience, better borrower experience. And I'll expand on that. Um, you know, I, I think going back even with NFM, you know, for years, uh, they they took manual docs uh, and, you know, they had a processing team and a, a, a closing team looking at these docs, whether it's the initial or, or the, the VVOE 10 days prior. Um, and now that the, their customers, their borrowers can do use Argyle and not have to download, upload, sometimes even fax, right? Uh, do it all within one simple authentication. Uh, I think the borrower experience is just better, you know? And when you when you have that much real-time access and that quick to get this documentation and reports, um, at the end of the day, you're making more informed, quicker, faster lending decisions. And in this market, especially when it's so competitive uh, for leads, uh, to get leads into loans, things like that, Having Argyle at the, at the front of the waterfall, like NFM does, really speeds things up. And uh, I just think from uh, the origination process to the customer journey, uh, NFM is just a great proof point of of how you can really uh, make your your lending process more efficient and better for borrowers. Well, let's get into the case study a little bit, and and I'd like to ask you about the actual benefits that NFM lending has seen from working with Argyle. Can you take us through some of those? Absolutely. You know, I think first and foremost, uh, the big one, again, back taking everything back to the market that we're in, is $100 per loan file. 
that they saved implementing Argyle at the top of their waterfall. You know, that's 80% cost savings. I think there's a lot out there on big number cost savings, but to be able to, a year later, uh, they look at their their P&L across a, a, a major organization and say that they saved $100 per loan file. I think that's massive. That's massive on the industry. I think also the, the second piece to this is is conversion. You know, it's that's what we're judged off of is, is how often are borrowers going through our process, connecting, and then we're shipping the data that you need for a mortgage lender. And, you know, NFM seeing 50% conversion. So, I mean, that's, yeah, again, there's so much out there on, hey, you know, this is our conversion rate. You know, our approach has always been, um, you know, we're going to show you the real uh, conversion that, that we give to customers. And NFM just, just again, another proof point to 50%. And it's great that NFM, um, you know, early on was a big uh, supporter of us getting day one certainty. And now they're taking advantage of that reps and warrants on our verification. So, um, you know, the benefits are really cost savings. We're giving them that. They're seeing great conversion. And now they're getting reps and warrants, again, at 80% of the cost of traditional methods. So those three things are some major wins coming out of NFM for sure. Cost saving, conversion, reps and warrants. Those are all great things. I assume that your competitors that offer similar solutions would would say that they can do the same thing. But I want to ask you, how is Argyle different from other solutions that NFM lending has used before? Yeah, it's a great question. I think NFM um, historically has leaned into, like many Robbie, database products uh, that uh, when they they hit, uh, you know, they're instant. However, that price, even more recently, those prices have uh, kept creeping up per se. And um, when they came to us, they were open to an alternative way to doing it. So. You know, we're not a database pro- uh, product. We're a we're a data pipe that the consumer controls, and they ship their data to NFM. And and being that data pipe, uh, we we are real time uh, as of the date that they authenticate in. So um, we're drastically different. And um, I think NFM is certainly seeing the gains of of that model that, that are highlighted in this case study for sure. How has Argyle helped NFM lending to grow in the mortgage space, particularly in this historically challenging market? First and foremost, I, I think they've kept it, we've we've allowed them to keep their operations stable, uh, meaning that you know there's so much going on with cuts and, and things like that. Uh, we gave them an alternative at a time to to really keep the the boat the boat moving forward. Um, I, I also think uh, we've given them a way to become more efficient in this time, um, and and I honestly probably a little more innovative in the way that they they get this data, they make decisions on this data very quickly. So I think the biggest theme here is that they've kept their operations stable uh, and that now they really have an alternative that in any market, uh, you know, and, and let's hope that the market here continues to swing in our favor. Um, they can be faster, quicker, again, and make make those lending decisions um, at a level that they've never made before. So um, yeah, that's, I think it's really comes into just, just keeping everything in line and moving, moving everything forward, Robbie. That's awesome to hear all that. Uh, I really appreciate you making the time for me today. I appreciate the time as always. Another day, another rally, this time largely due to less Fed hawkishness. Two officials who led the push for higher rates last year signaled they may be comfortable holding them steady for now. Fed Governor Waller said that he is increasingly confident about the current policy stance returning inflation to 2%. 
and that rate cuts would be warranted if inflation continues decelerating for several more months. He became the first Fed official to mention rate cuts. And Governor Bowman refrained from telegraphing an imminent hike. Fed swaps anticipate over 100 basis points of rate cuts by December 2024, and investors have ramped up bets for large rate cuts in the latter half of the year. Some traders are betting on as much as 250 basis points of easing. In terms of economic data, consumer confidence rose for the first time in four months as job market optimism grew. The disclaimer is that confidence increased in November from a downwardly revised number for the prior month. Though confidence in future business conditions, job availability, and incomes for the next six months did improve. Separately, the S&P Case-Shiller 20-City Home Price Index was up 3.9% in September after increasing a revised 2.1% in August. The FHFA Housing Price Index was up 0.6% month over month in September after increasing a revised 0.7% in August. Today's economic calendar kicked off with mortgage applications from MBA increasing 0.3% from one week earlier, factoring in an adjustment for the observance of the Thanksgiving holiday. Markets have also received a second look at Q3 GDP, up 5.2%, somewhat old news but stronger than the 4.9% expected. Core PCE prices were up 2.3% as expected, and additionally the advanced goods trade deficit for October came in at $89.8 billion when it was seen improving to $80 billion from $86.8 billion. Personal consumption was up 3.6%, and later today brings remarks from Richmond Fed President Barkin, Cleveland Fed President Mester, and the latest Beige Book. We begin the day with agency MBS prices, better by a few ticks, or 30 seconds. The 10-year yielding 4.31 after closing yesterday at 4.34%, and the two-year down to 4.67%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I asked my friend Carol in Indiana what she wanted for Christmas. Uh, Christmas is so much harder when you get older. I don't know, maybe a sense of purpose, financial security, more sleep, a bottle of decent wine that doesn't give me a headache the next day, maybe some new bras. I guess that's a true story. <laughs> Thank you to MCT. MCT's technology and know-how continues to revolutionize how mortgage assets are priced, locked, protected, valued, and exchanged, offering clients the tools to thrive under any market condition. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.